Nicholson. He's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish. buggers over here. Clock outside. This is the point where he always hits it. We did it. We beat those British well, bastards. These are British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. We're adorable. We're really adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's going to touch it. Three. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. May 2nd, 5.02 day. They are calling it live from the backside at Churchill Downs. This is Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Like I said, on your Tuesday morning, it's a little chilly out here, but the sun is rising and shining, and it's not too bad. I thought it actually may be a little bit worse, if we're being honest. But the gang is all here. We have been upgraded in our spot from last year. We are no longer in ear distance of Blankensbaker, and instead we've got a view of the Twin Spires Really, it's uh, as good as a setup as I think you could probably have on the backside if you're doing any sort of media. We have they they kind of put us in like the TV spot where you're going to get a cool backdrop. We wouldn't be the best TV spot because there is a tree sort of in the way, but we've got the yeah we've got the, the the top spot this year. We've got the faces for TV too. I don't know why they don't put us on TV more. Well, we have no affiliation with any sort of television station. That's why. We, we had the TV show. We did. We I don't know. <laughs> Zaxby's got sick of having us back out there. I still have the video of our bread eating contest, which is will go down in TV history. But you, that, you, send that to the Library you, of Congress. You took the L? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I can't eat bread as fast as you. And we've been you saying know. that since day one. <laughs> we've been saying that since the get-go. Roush, how are you? How was your Monday evening? I know you get a little... You get oh, a little yeah. giddy out here. Oh, it's yeah. tough to keep you focused, uh, it, it, even more yeah. so than just a regular day. Yeah, um, it's it's. You're exactly right. Um, I, although I, I'm already at the point where it's hard to go to sleep. Like it's normally, um, you know, ten o'clock at night comes around and I'm ready to get hunkered down. And last night I'm just like snacking over there, just scrolling Twitter. Just I I've got a lot of nervous energy build up right now. I'm excited, and uh, part of it is just doing a little bit more this year uh, to get folks ready uh, for the derby over at KSR. One more video stuff. So we went to the post position draw yesterday, uh, Stephen Peake and I, and then today we're, we're going to do a little shooting. Today we get to hang out with race announcer Travis Stone. Oh, that's cool. He does a great job. Very, very excited for that. I'm also going to throw him some lines that he could potentially use if certain horses win the Kentucky Derby. So uh, I already cooked up a couple last night, and we, we were having fun with some friends, uh, you know. Scoot, sound is around. really bad, according to several texters early into the show. Oh, like, no. Like, buzzing? Buzzing sound. Okay. So oh, like a bumblebee. We figured there would be some technical difficulties. We're working our way through, though. First thing Scoot says to me as I show up this morning is, I forgot how many good-looking women are here this time <laughs> in the morning. So Scoot, get together. We're about to do a radio show. 
You've been here five minutes, all right? Uh, I've actually been here like an hour. <laughs> hour and a half, maybe. Who I got here before six. Yeah, you've been here an hour and a half. I got I here bet. before six. Okay, pr- prove it. Uh, I can't. <laughs> yep. Okay, so that'll settle that. Take a picture next to the newspaper. If you think we're buying scooters here at the 5, a- 5 a.m. hour, then I've got some oceanfront Indiana property to sell you. <laughs> well, they have beaches in Indiana. Uh, we do. know all about that. We, we do know about that. So... You going to fix the buzzing? Or? I'm trying, yeah. Okay. Just keep texting in, letting us know if it's good. <laughs> Is it better? Because being, being on location, see, I can't really, like, hear it. Yeah, I, I just figured just, if you got here, you know, 5.15 a.m., maybe you would have tested this stuff out. I tested it on Sunday night, so suck it, pal. I know, but it just you got here so early, you had to be bored, right? I, I was bored. You maybe figure out something to do. <laughs> These scoops potentially coffee. No, it was, it was hot chocolate. Let's not get crazy. Oh, they hot okay. chocolate here? They do. Yeah, nice. you want some? Yeah, well, I'll go get yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't mind some hot chocolate. It's just being Fine. the most uh, appeasing producer. If only we could just uh, hear that the show wasn't. Awesome. show sounds good, says one text. Yeah, we did it. All the way back. We're all the way. So you had a good Monday. You yeah. did, uh, they did do the post position. Yeah, we'll talk about that today. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I stopped by Thornton's this morning. Did not get the hot chocolate, though. Um, did get a banana for the road. Filled up on gasoline. Saved, uh, I think, five cents uh, a gallon when I filled up. And got my day started the right way at Thornton's. They always have the best music playing at those gas stations as well. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to get tapped into those playlists. Anyways, we'd love to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We do have basketball recruiting to talk about. Is today Hunter Dickinson Day? Many people are wondering and speculating. If it is Hunter Dickinson Day, will it be a good news day for the University of Kentucky? It was a weird evening in terms of following the ebbs and flows of who, which school felt good and which one didn't. We had the another Republican primary debate last night, Roush. I did everybody a favor and watched it, so you all did not have I'm, to. I'm glad that you're going to have some updates for us. Uh, the, the Eric Dieters was a part of the, the, dude, of the crew, uh, and Daniel Cameron. is a take machine. Eric Dieters is a take machine. A little too much take. A little too much take. We may get to that a little bit later on. We've got football news, and it ain't good, folks, so we're going to address oh, that. Nick Roush has the updates there. No, I don't think a position of need losing a person that was going to play is good news. Would you categorize that as good news? Well, some would also say that he wasn't a good player either. Well, when you're down to seven scholarship players on the offensive line, I'd take all the bodies that we could get. They have more than seven scholarship Seven, seven that you can trust to play. Say they have more players than that. Roush doesn't think losing Buford a big deal. Weird take, but I, I can't wait to hear him rationalize it out. I mean, so we got we got a jam packed show today. There's more to get to on just kind of a summer Tuesday than you think here on the backside of the There is, there is. Doesn't feel like a summer Tuesday. I'll tell you that. Yeah, spring, I guess, should say. But summer radio is what I was getting at. Because it is technically summer radio. Maybe not this week though. There is a lot to get to. Scooch, how was your Monday evening? Did your roommate ask about your speech? Uh he did not, but I I, I did put him on blast. or I guess he did. So I played the radio segment for him from yesterday and I was like, kinda put you on blast on the radio today. Was hesitant to to play it for him but i played it and then after it was over he did apologize he's like I, i'm sorry for not asking about it i should have asked you about it i'm a jerk because i didn't so we, we hashed it all out it was, it was good we uh we ended the night on a positive note that's that's good i do appreciate you think it's so embarrassing that, that he brought it up I, I i like that he 
instead of just saying what he said, just pulls up the audio. Yeah. Like, go straight to the receipts. Yeah. I, pre- I respect that. Absolutely. I, w- I wanted him to know what I actually said. I, I could have fabricated something, but it wouldn't have been the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Like me calling him, uh, I think I called him a loser at one point. Like he's, a bo- <laughs> or no, I called him a boring guy is what I called him. So, he, d- yeah, he didn't really appreciate it. But I told him, I was like, well, if you want to respond, you got to start listening to the radio show. So There we go. How about that? These kids over here, I'm so jealous of them. They got their school, like getting out of school and getting to go to the track and then show up late. You could eat donuts on the way. Is this the kids day now? No, I mean, just any... You'll see kids out here on Thursday. Thursday. What's the big kids every day? Thursday? There's not a big kid. No, no, there's one day where there's nothing but kids. You're a big kid. I am. You're right. I mean, maybe some schools uh, let out on Thursday, so there might be more kids here, but it's not like there's a a kids day at the track. Okay. That'll be like a Sunday, like in the summer, where they'll have blow-ups in the petting zoo. <laughs> I'm here for that. Oh, oh, it's be- one of the best race days of the year. Actually, now that Scoots mentions it, it does seem like there is a specific day where you just see a ton of kids I'm in like you, uniforms. It's like it's almost like a field trip, or, yeah. so, or like some church like brings their kids for breakfast and then they go. Scoots may actually be right about that. Woo! Don't ever want to give him any credit. I'll take but, a win early but, in the morning. But but here but here we are. So. I watched a little bit of the NBA game kind of in the background of the debates. I did not predict James Harden scoring 45 points and winning the game-winning three and 76ers winning without Joel Embiid. But they go up 1-0. Thank you. We appreciate it. Indian Charlie, always hilarious. Rumor is he got banned at Keeneland. Oh, rumor. We'll have to ask him. That's the rumor. We'll have to ask Ed. I heard a guy this morning ask, I thought he retired. And he said, no, nah, he's still around. You, you can't you can't get Ed Musselman off the backside. You a, can't do it. And a nice Kearns Corner advertisement there on the back on the back of the Indian Charlie program. Love it. So, Love it. I did not predict that game in in Boston. The Celtics go down one nothing. Uh, what did Maxi finish with? I don't know if I ended up. I seeing didn't, his, uh, his, didn't his see that. I'll pull, I'll pull it up here soon. I was just more shocked, and I'm I'm very uh, intrigued to follow along from afar because th- this is one of those things where I, I'm I'm invested in the Barstool Boston versus Philly thing because the Philly fans really uh, they really live up to their reputation. They really are the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The losers. Yeah, they're the worst. They're the worst Mm -hmm. humans that walk Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. close. But, you know, (laughs) they they are good, bad sports fans. They take it too far, and I love it because if anybody deserves to get it rubbed in their faces some, it's the Boston Celtics. Wow. It is weird. And Boston sports fans in general. It it, it is weird how, like, the entire nation probably collectively hates Boston sports fans more than anyone else. And I wonder if that is just, like, they've won so much. Uh, That's what it is. Well, that's kind of starting to go away now. That's true. But you had the Tom Brady run, and that all coincided with, like, the Red Sox were lovable losers. You you wanted them to get over the hump. And then they won, what, two World Series in four or five years? Well, then they won in in 04, then they won in 08, and then they won in 13. 13, and then they won an 18, and they were just kind of consistently pretty good throughout that whole stretch. So you're, you're kind of at the point where you're yeah. sick of their stuff, you I know? I just was shocked, and I think it was partially because of the upset factor of it all, but like social media, when just even the Bruins lost, and people were oh, like losing their minds the- laughing at Boston fans for that, I was like, man, people really hate Boston fans. <laughs> Maxie finished with 26 points. If you're not talking about James Harden last night, you probably would have been talking about Tyrese Maxie, although without James Harden. 
the 76ers probably don't win. So it, it's it's understandable why the story is about him. Huge game. You can make a case that his performance was better than Steph's Game 7 performance against Sacramento because you'd make a case that the Boston Celtics are better than the Sacramento Kings. And also nobody would expect James Harden to drop 45. Curry getting 50 while really, really impressive. Not the most surprising. I don't know. Harden without Embiid's a different story, though. Even more impressive that they won without but, Embiid. But you think back, road, no, awesome. I, I, I agree with that. But if you think back to the Houston days with James Harden, that's what he did. He, he scored 40 points that's a lot. Point. It's a great it, point. It's also great uh, point. I, I, but one thing he didn't do, Scoots, he didn't do that in the playoffs where he would just take <laughs> over yeah. and win, <laughs> win a playoff game. That's, I think, the most shocking part of this all is this is like he's 34. Four-ish? Weirdly, 35? Weirdly, we're doing good sports radio this morning. We better quit. <laughs> I know. But he's he's an old man, and he's finally getting some redemption without the best player there. That was a, that was a big big shock, big surprise. And Bede's not supposed to be out for very, very long. long, right? Yeah. And, and I feel like Joel Embiid is just, he always plays with some sort of ailment. You know? Yeah. Like, there's there's always a something when a little bit. When you're that big, you're probably always a little yeah, banged up. Even going back to Kansas, he always had a foot thing or mm. something. Um, like a fetish? <laughs> no, not Rex Ryan. Like, uh, like uh, he Foot needed a, a new uh, horseshoe. Oh yeah, yeah. Fix that thing. Well, right he up. came to the right. Well, if he would have came here, he would have came to the right place. A lot of horses. Always cool walking in and just remembering how ginormous those animals are. Have you ever seen them uh, change a horseshoe? Yes. It is. You're uh, like, how does that? Like, I want to scream for the horse. Yeah, but it's just like, no, this is just, it's totally cool. Uh, but they're just, isn't, it just cart- guys. isn't it just cartilage? It's basically like a fingernail. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, uh, imagine, get, and then there's like the mayor, Greg Greenberg. How yeah, you Mayor Greenberg. Hey, Mayor, how are you? Good to see you. You see everybody out here. Yeah, we, Donna Brothers was out here earlier from NBC Sports. Uh, oh, we've got uh, Sterling Riggs. Mayor Greenberg's done all the interviews this morning, by the way. And he gave us a look, he, he gave us a look as if like, do I stop by and maybe take over a headset, <laughs> and, and then, then just kind of like still looking back, smiling but walking slowly. He's away. waiting to see if we were going to grab him because he's definitely overdoing interviews. Oh yeah, but uh, wait, wait, wait. we're going to grab some folks. Yeah, do maybe, we not Mayor Green, maybe, maybe not Mayor Greenberg. Yeah. Maybe next if he time. wanted to come on, he's, he's more than welcome to. But I, I just don't. We don't. We're not going to press the issue. He seems like a, a pretty approachable he politician. Does, yeah. He ran the mini marathon. Oh, I actually had had some bad reports from the mini marathon as well. Supposedly, I raced only oh. half mile. Heard he. Uh, Wait, what? Y'all didn't hear that on Rutherford yesterday? But no. Rutherford was talking about the mini marathon, and Trevor goes, "Isn't that like a half mile, mile?" And Mike just is like, "What?" Yeah, it's See, a no, three-minute no, race. No, I'm, I'm disappointed that you brought that up because he he doesn't mean that. No, he, he did. No, I mean Mike he, pressed he, him. He, on. I, I'm promising you that he does not. He's, like I'm just telling you, I've known this guy for over ten years. He, it's, he, a bit. He, it's a It's not necessarily like a bit. He's just talking. Like he's just saying like a like a like a toddler just kind of mumbles. <laughs> Trevor's like, is that the one that's a mile? Where it, oh, it's like he knows it's not a mile. He and knows Mike, it's. Well, he so, knows that a mini marathon is more than a mile. So Mike pressed him on it further, and he was like, "Do you really not know that?" And he was like, "Uh, it, what is it? Like four or five miles, maybe then." And yeah, so I, I truly don't think he knew. I don't think he knew that it was probably thirteen point one necessarily, <laughs> but he, he does that. He likes he likes reactions. He's, he's a reaction guy, and he knows if he says goofy things, he'll get reactions, and it's good for radio. And and he's hilarious, but he's not that silly. I talked to him last for night on the phone, and I, I told him I was like thirteen miles, and he goes thirteen miles. I don't even want to drive thirteen miles, and people are running that. I believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I believe that. What was the bad report from the mini? Well, um, he was. 
he got a little warm while racing past some of my friends and when he took his sweatshirt off the shirt got stuck and he had the the moment where the shirt is all oh, caught no. up on his head yeah. and he just had just you know doughy mayor body well, he's got a pretty good he's got a pretty good body let's get him over here talk about his body <laughs> <laughs> You work out, man? No, he, uh, that's the hell. How embarrassing! I'll never vote for that guy again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I did. I did see that uh, my friends. I, I was. I was late to the party. Didn't make it. Uh, NFL draft had me. Had me whooped on Saturday. Oh yeah, but, you do the drinking and cheering and hooting and hollering. Thing. Yeah, and it's it's obviously dialed down back a little bit. But I gotta say, they have had their setup surpassed. There was one group of gentlemen that had at least a four-piece band where you had drums, a cello, oh, that's pretty uh, awesome. a, a, a trumpet. Like, I mean, you had a little bit of everything. That, that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That, that would make that... Uh, I mean, a cello, I too. Li- there was only one news station that was having live coverage of the Mini Marathon. Well, I think they got rights on it. Is that what it I is? I think that's that, the deal. But they were, like, out in the race, like, grabbing people, and I was like, what if you were worried about your time? Like, oh, I forget yeah. who the reporter was, but what if it was our girl Haley Minogue? She's like, get out of the way, Haley! <laughs> so you can go uh, we, finish your race. We need to bring up, because this is uh, prime time for local news coverage here in the city of Louisville. If you do not get the local TV stations, apologize for the following conversation. Um, John Spears, you, you, yeah, you, you don't sound good. All right, thanks, John Glad Spears. You sound good. Hey, we, Spears. We look good, too. I like that Spears is tightening up with Will Levis, right? John now. Spears, noon to one. He got his media pass. I heard there was some drama with the media pass. Also, issue. you got way more stickers on yours than ours. Like, you got B, C, R. You got all sorts of stuff. I got a, oh. I got a bunch of stuff. Wow. I got more stickers on mine than Rouse. I can go to more places this weekend than Nick Rouse. Wow. That's the power of the big axe. He applied with KSR. Wow. Like a big, Wow, that is embarrassing. Are you yeah. going to steal my pass again this year and give it to your friends? Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, more than, yeah. you're more than welcome to. Um, well, Spears is wearing a Titans hoodie. Yeah, he's signing up. He's a well, number one Will Levis fan, John Spears. Um, but I'm saying TV coverage right now. They're on TV all the time, and it's a lot of different people rotating in. We don't have as many people backside as normal, but the biggest primetime is for the meteorologists. And TJ... Oh, I, I watched. Like, you got a problem, buddy. Dude, you're I, sick. I watched Mark with <laughs> yeah, a C. Not an issue. And dude, Mark with a C. Weinberg. I just, I can't. I don't know how they pay this guy to be on TV. <laughs> I really don't. And it's not that he doesn't know his weather, but my God, he's talking to us like we're a bunch of children, and he's worried that he's going to. Uh, now, if you eat too much sugar, then you're going to be up all night, and if you do it. Then man. you're really going to be in trouble. You should have heard our politicians during the pandemic then. Oh, man. I, no, but it, do you know that Mark supposedly gets mad when people call him out? He's, are you trying, I, to, start, I, are you trying I, to start something? I'm going to start a rivalry with Mark with a C. I just want he, Mark it, to know that I'm not a part of that. And, and even the worst part about it, too, he did three teases to get to his birthday, his derby forecast. He did, now, they have a 10 o'clock news on WDRB, <laughs> so they have they have multiple weather segments, but he gave us the weather. He got to Oaks Day, and he's like, and this is where things get tricky. I'll tell you more about that in 10 minutes. You're like, damn it, Mark, it's all I'm here for is for Oaks and Derby forecast. He gives me the Oaks forecast, and then he says, well, in 10 more minutes, I'll tell you all about what's going to happen on Derby. I'm like, damn it, Mark. I mean... Dude, give me the weather. That's annoying. That is annoying. I love your passion about it. But shouldn't you be able to respect a good fashion tease? No, no. They I called you Mr. Tease in college. Uh, they, you know, and I learned it from TJ Two Tease. Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning. <laughs> uh, but I, 
I, I respected it somewhat, but also that was the only thing I was here for. And they were making me. It was the slow drip. And having to hear another Mark with a C where he's talking about the pressure block system and he's giving me a damn science lesson. You're not a middle school science teacher, Mark with a C. Just tell me the weather. What's it going to be? And you know what? It's going to be pretty dang good. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Just after all this, what was the forecast and, for Mark? And, and essentially, he... His biggest thing that was driving me nuts, this is just, it's so hard to predict with these big events. Basically, like, don't get mad at me because this is this is the most difficult forecast in the history of weather forecasts. I don't know if it's going to be right, but basically it could be some r- rain later on Oaks Day, uh, but it should be all out of the way by Derby. Yeah, it looks like uh, tomorrow should be really, really tomorrow nice. Steamboat race, great steamboat race, the most underrated event of Derby Week. Uh, high of 66. Derby looks like it's going to be the best day, or yep. maybe Derby, but there is a chance of rain on Derby, chance of rain on Oaks, as Mark with the C took so long to to spit out. Oh, okay, man. so here's kind of the layout of what we're going to do today. We're going to hit our break momentarily. We're going to come back. We're going to talk Derby post positions. Yep. And then uh, this is all loose structure since we're out in the wild and people are mingling. A little girl came by and said hey to us. She was really cute. We said hey back. And uh, that's when we said hey, good morning, if you're wondering where that was. And then we'll maybe get in some text. We'll take our top of the hour break. That's when we'll get into Hunter Dickinson talk. We will let that flow into some football talk. And then we'll round out the show. Just to give you a little format of where things are going to go from here. Because that was a pretty nonsensical We're not going to tease you for 30 minutes. But a lot of fun. So that's how we're laying it out for you. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Live from the backside of Churchill Downs. Peter Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Gale. Celebration. They'll, that poor, uh, I forget exactly which uh, winner it was recently, but that was part of his celebration treat was they would pour beer in his uh, in his feed. Well, a little beer and feed. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice little treat yourself. Do you think these horses are treated and kept better than any other horses in the history of equestrian? Uh, probably so. Um, I would think that war horses might... might they, they would have a chance at it back in the day, but the problem is is they had to work so much harder. It's true. You know, like these guys, they, I mean, they're only running for a few minutes, and then they go and just hang out I know. for the rest of the day. And probably more money now in horse racing than old ancient wars, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. And then when they're done with their career, they get to go, and uh, uh, they have a second career just uh, doing it, just procreating, making some more horses, uh, which... Uh, That's what Scoots calls the dream. Man, that is... Uh, <laughs> That is something else. Those breeding operations, but uh, I, I did. I did you notice got to, you got to see it all up close. You got and to see it all up close and personal. And uh, Tappet, the the real big sire, he's the father of the sire of Tappet Trice. Which Tappet Trice, right there, beautiful horse. Derby horses are coming out. Oh, they're even letting him do a little walk around to show off. Uh, which he's a gray. Only eight horses 
Only eight gray horses have ever won the Kentucky Derby. He's the second choice at 5-1. to one. Walking out there right now with Forte, Todd Pletcher's top two picks in Kentucky Derby 149. Um, but not only is Tappet the father of Tappet Trice, but he has three broodmares in here. So basically Tappet fathered three fillies that had derby horses as well. Oh. Uh, Kings Barnes is one of them. Um, I, I can't think of the other two off the top of my head, but I was like, man, this dude's all over the place. Um, I can't make out that. that. That actually is Kings Barn. So you get all the Pletcher horses coming out at once. They'll be working out for the next 15 minutes or so. Uh, easy breezing, uh, beautiful cover girl. Uh, but Pletcher, he's got three horses in the Derby. Uh, Brad Cox has four, uh, including Angel of Empire, which, TJ, I know we get um, – you get a buzz horse, right? Mm-hmm. When everybody starts talking, like, "Ooh, this one's got some killer workouts. You better keep an eye on it." That's Angel of Empire, uh, who won the Louisiana Derby. That's the that's the longest prep race they'll go. Uh, mile and three sixteenths is the farthest they'll race before just a sixteenth uh, of a mile shorter than the Kentucky Derby. He ran a good race there. He's got some good workouts, so keep an eye on that one. But the the big I don't know what it is that makes Brad Cox a good Philly trainer, but he's got three Phillies in that race, looking for his third Kentucky Oaks win. And uh, Wet Paint is a beast as the favorite. Uh, easily the horse to beat. Uh, whereas in the Derby, it feels like we got a vulnerable favorite with Forte. Not a whole lot of people are picking Forte this week for some reason. I've heard a lot of Forte buzz. Okay, okay. Uh, at least for among the, um, uh, like, among the ca- uh, not only the the smart money, if you will, like the smart handicappers, but also uh, just asking around town. I, I I feel like you just get more buzz for a horse like that. That would be a two-year-old champion, and you're just, you're just not seeing as much of it. Post positions yesterday. Any, I'm not going to read them. You, yeah. you you can Google it. You can see the list. It's 20 horses' names. I'm not I'm not going to do it. That being said, Roush, is there any any one post position you thought was great, not so good. Uh, the 20 spot was the Japanese horse, Continuar, yep. and the one spot hit shows were the two spots that you really would like to avoid. No horse has ever won coming out of the 17 spot. That's Correct. the other Japanese horse. German Yeah. Love that. Love Which is that a beautiful name. horse, by the way. Yeah, and uh, the, I, I was intrigued by that one because that one is supposed to have the most speed in verifying. Uh, which is one of uh, Cox's horses, is in the two spot, and they're both going to have to be taken to the front. Um, And that could create a scenario where it's really fast-paced, up-tempo, and then it kind of falls apart, and you have somebody coming from the back and and cleaning things up, like last year, like Rich Drake. So those two, having some early outside speed and some early inside speed, uh, that it's going to create uh, kind of a funnel, and then how do mm. they maneuver around it to uh, kind of stalk from off the pace? That, that that's going to be fascinating to watch. I don't mean this in the in a nationalist type of sense, but I'm not ready to trust the Japanese horses just yet. You know, which is fair. Now <laughs> they um, they have yet to hit the board in the Kentucky Derby. That is a fact. Um, but they've done the the reason why they've become so much more popular is because of their success. Uh, in international races, and a, a lot of these guys, uh, I, so uh, Thunder Snow ended up having a couple of really quality wins after running like a dog in the Derby. Uh, Mendelssohn was awful, and now he's a really good breeder, um, and he won a couple of races. So like, 
so far, I think a lot of it just comes down to derby experience for these trainers. Um, I will say, though, I had a friend who watched Derby Sotogake working in the paddock last week, and the horse was very skittish. And that uh, wasn't – there's going to be a lot more people in the paddock and at Churchill Downs when it's running on Saturday. So uh, that, that is another thing that I'm going to be uh, – maybe a knock on that horse. Um, as, as far as being excellent, but I there's I, some inside info. I, I, I'm, I'm Japanese you know. horses can't handle the big stage. No, nope, they're just like Dan McDonald. Can't can't win the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the highest a Japanese horse has ever finished is fifth out here. Not 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 their not their best. Not their best. Uh, I also. Uh, oh man, I'm I've got a good feeling about Mage Match Match. Mage had a pretty quality showing. Uh, in the Florida Derby, and maybe if not for just going up against Forte, would have been the best of the best uh, on that day. So, Madge is the woman in the office. Michael Scott forgot her name. Yeah, uh, Padge. Madge can drive the forklift, <laughs> which I actually watched that one last night. Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, the, the, the ultimate out-of-context line that we say at the Roush House all the time is, uh, I can and I have to. You know, whenever somebody yeah. comes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, gosh, I... Got sucked into watching Super. I didn't get sucked in. I chose to do it. But watch Super Bad this weekend. Oh, great movie. I, that may actually be the most quotable comedy of all time. It is so funny. So I put out the tweet, and then, like, people were just, I mean, it's the whole movie. It's almost the entire movie is just quotable after quotable. Yep. So great, as is The Office, obviously. Uh, but you're, you're, you in on Mage? Um, probably not. Okay. Pro- probably, probably. I just feel, you know, I'm a big gut feel guy, and I just can almost hear... I can almost hear the call being it, like, Mage! Yeah. Out of nowhere! <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like a dumb enough name to win the Derby to me. Yeah. Okay, but here, that that's the, I do think there is something to. I do actually kind of like the horse as well. I know that it, uh, it's it been beaten by other horses in this field, but I'm in. I think that's my piece of today. Okay. There's the boss man. The boss man is in He's the building. Here. Dugan Run. He's here. I, um, I actually, somebody was in uh, directed traffic yesterday. I thought it was Dugan. <laughs> really thought it was Dugan. Uh, <laughs> Dugan just, he just owns it. Turns out it was just a panhandler. We play the show from 9 to 11. Not, uh, not today. Not today. Right. Yeah. 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 Play for yeah. my roommates. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, play for your roommate. <laughs> Dugan, he did hit. He did hit me with the "somebody got their feelings hurt" line. So I'll have you know that. Yeah, well, you got your feelings hurt. <laughs> and I also like disarm because he's Di- been disarms so, are showing out. See, disarm is uh, so it's the same connections as uh, <laughs> as Epicenter last year's Derby favorite, and I feel like disarm. So it won its maiden race. Either here at Keno, no, is that at Saratoga? One, it's maiden race, and people were like, "Oh, this is this looks like a Derby horse," but he's yet to just kind of return to that form. He's yet to get up there. Uh, it's, it's been a board hitter, but um, I, yeah, that, that's one. Like, I'm fascinated by what these prices are going to be, TJ, because it feels like there's just a very wide, you know, from like, you you can have ten horses between eight and, and fifteen to one. Like, where they're all just kind of middle tier and, and, and trying to sort through that. Now, a lot of it's going to come down to, to gut feeling, right, and, and just, all right, this this guy can do it. This guy can be the one that, that hits the board and makes me a bunch of money. 
it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk about it all week. You did have the post position yesterday. Uh, Rutherford had a tweet about it, and he did it in a somewhat joking fashion. But I do think there's a lot of truth to it. That like I'm surprised that they don't make the poster all bigger to do. The, well, they tried doing it because it used it was at the Derby Museum for years. They tried moving it to Fourth Street, and I remember that was a kind of a big to do there for a little bit. And I, I wonder if the logistics of it were too much, and they said, "Screw it, let's just do it here at this this club." Uh, that that was. It's, it's, it's just, it's I do just remember a, the Fourth Street day. It's just a suite, or not a suite, but like the clubhouse level on four two. Like if you go to get concessions inside, you've probably been in that area. Um, but man, it was a crowd, and it was all like I thought there would be more uh, general audience, but it was a lot of just the the horse connections. Uh, we're sitting at tables. Uh, very crowded room. I was sitting on like the TV uh, station or whatever. Just last person. We showed up maybe five minutes before. It was uh, a lot of people there. It is very cool how you just roll the dice. To like, I, I like that aspect of it. I, I, that's they've been doing that way forever, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's it's exciting. Classic of, of of derby draws as there could be. It's like the, that's something that they came up with 150 years ago. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, this works. We'll keep doing it. And the way. guy who does it, just uh, the utmost professional. No frills. I'm going to shake this thing. Yep. I'm going to draw. All business. I'm going to be doing yep. my job here today. So that's exciting. We'll talk more horses as the week goes on. Obviously, we're on the backside of Churchill Downs. It'll be hard not to talk horses. You see them as they go by as we're doing the show for this two hours. Text on into the Thornton's text line. And remember, Salsaritas for this Derby week. Whether you need lunch or dinner or catering, two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Middletown has a drive through makes it easy, makes it convenient. St. Matthews, a beautiful covered patio, which will be utilized with how great this weather is this week and summer fastly approaching. Check out Salsaritas for their delicious burritos, wildly addictive chips, creamy, queso and guacamole that's the best in town we love saucer as you do too we got to pick up the thornton sex line where we left off a little Let's bit yesterday it. one texter says also one of the only reason i don't care for the pick as a fan is i would have preferred position players to build on think we should have held off until next year when the qb class should be more talented see that is also a narrative that you shouldn't fall for in the nfl draft and next year's class is always better because next year's class is always better <laughs> you know, I know Caleb Williams and uh, Drake May are, you know, they're the bells of the ball. Don't forget Michael Penix. Oh, yep, and Michael Penix. <laughs> sure. Um, Don't forget about Devin Leary. But also, I, I mean, are, are, you, are the Titans going to be a top two or three pick next year, right? Like That's a whole other thing. You know, like, it, it's, it's such a weird. There's no guarantee that one, that, quor- that quarterback class will end up amounting to what people think it may or may not be. And secondly, will you be in a position even to get a good quarterback if they are, if they do amount to what they may be, potentially. And also, they just drafted Malik Willis, like, or, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, if there's a great quarterback available next year, you can still well, take him again next year. And, and I know that comes back to your point that you may have potentially wasted a pick this year. And here's the other thing, too. Like, this guy, you got a new GM. New GM, I don't want to say he's trying to make a splash, but Malik Willis wasn't the quarterback he drafted. He thinks that guy's garbage. He's ready to move in a different direction, and he doesn't want to be stuck up, up a creek without a paddle. Supposedly we're not on air. Has that been fixed? Well, uh, not on air, huh? Well, that would... Uh, that would not be ideal. That was happening a little bit during the Rutherford show yesterday where they would just be talking, go, go, go to, to national, national yeah. come back, and act like they just picked up right where they left Good off. Good now. 
it's, it's weird how that weird how that works. It uh, is weird how that works. Thanks for letting us know, Texas. Yeah. You guys are the real producers. Oh yeah, today. you all are gonna come <laughs> in clutch for sure. Anyways, Ralph, sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to make sure we were on the air. Oh, I'm glad we're on the air. Uh, but yeah, I just always think waiting till next year. Um, it's a dangerous game. It's a dangerous game, and especially with a, a new uh, a, a new GM, you always got to be careful. Man, Tappet Trice, just such a beautiful horse. Why don't you go kiss him? <laughs> Why don't you go kiss him? Well, he might bite my face off. Well, you don't, look, you don't look a gifted horse in the mouth. Yeah, just don't look him in the mouth. You, just kiss, you just kiss him on the mouth. Okay. Yeah, just don't look him in the mouth. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Another texture on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Don't know exactly where we left off. Says, Scooch got him a stable we don't know about. I don't know what that means. But it's a reference to the pimp thing. Oh. Yeah. I know. Tying why Scooch is so big on pimp culture. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I am not. I didn't know. I am not. But he surprises me each and every day. Another texture said, oh, so uh, was, <laughs> was Little Wayne's advice to Oscar, FBs get dollar signs. Um, uh, you, know, you never well, know. Those are letters. Yeah. Uh, it could be. Um, uh, what's another? Um, you can spark it up. I'm going to put you out. <laughs> could have been that. Yeah. Could have been that. Uh, we have more people trying to guess. Nobody guessed it correctly. For really? Point. More people trying to guess the song that I will listen to before every round of golf. Little Wayne song before I go out there and shoot a really, really oh, bad. Oh, it's what the beat built. It's, it, people guess that. It's ah. not. And the thing is, it's not, that one is a, it, it is a popular song. It is not an obscure song. It is not like a deep track or anything weird. It's just people haven't guessed it yet. Somebody said it's got to be... Um, can't oh. say that word. Yeah, <laughs> Money yeah. weed or right above it. Neither one of those. TJ listens to Lollipop before every round. It's weird. It's not that one. It's got to be Six Foot, Seven Foot, or Fireman. All great songs, but not that one. Sudden Like My Daddy. Not that one either. Another great one. J.J. Yeah, Weaver, yeah. Roush, says hello to the 2024 draft. Oh, I forgot about J.J. That, that was one I omitted. I did uh, I did see John Hales, and he, did, he didn't have uh, Kenneth Horsey in his shortlist. I was surprised by that. He's got a little position of versatility. But, uh, you know, that's far away. Far, far away. Need J.J. to step up his production. He, he's a good, uh, he's good, uh, wh- what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a good run setter, a good edge setter. Um, but from a pass rushing standpoint, I mean, he's got like 10 sacks in three years. You know? Yeah. Not, 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 not exactly great numbers. Maybe uh, this is the, people forget that he was going to transfer to U of L. No, Yeah. Who else was going to? They had a they had a whole arsenal. Well, Vince Mar- Vince Merrill was going to go there too. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot Vince Merrill was going to Louisville. Kenny Valentine was going to Louisville. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he'll be going through Louisville to get to Green Bay. A texter says, "At the track, I, can I say trifecta box and random numbers? I never win. I'm curious if the random selector is an option." No, it is an option. Uh, there's a random selector option? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know there's but here, a random selector option. Here's the thing with option. trifecta box, though. If you pick three horses, it's only a uh, $6 bet. Four horses, it's 12 Five horses, it's 30 bucks. So it gets it gets pricey pretty quickly. Um, so, yeah. I, the easiest way is just to go on your app, and then you push buttons, and it calculates the prices for you. So um, we don't have a sponsored app. So we are completely unbiased. Uh, Churchill Downs will have the most promos Twin Spires will over those two days, but I just like the TVG. Who was the one that just totally folded 
on Derby Day. It was TVG last year. It was TVG. I couldn't even remember if it was last year. It had like an hour-long outage. It seemed longer ago. And luckily, I was either using Twin Spires at the time, because naturally, I've got multiple on the phone, but also I was at the track and able to place a bet. But, yeah, they really, really screwed the pooch last year. Uh, that was a disaster. Yeah. That, that's pretty much as bad as it gets. On Derby Day, having an outage for an hour or two. Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare just kind of stuff. But but even if you're at the track, just having your bet, like, on your phone and then going and actually placing it, that works. You know, like, go. go. But I, I like to see, especially with those. Save you a lot of t- it can save you a lot of time, too, assuming right. you have service. Yeah, yeah. Well, and just to see, too, like, what the um, – how much I'm going to have to pay for a ticket sort of deal. You all athletic director Josh Hurd yeah. walks by, gives the big X a nod. <laughs> Are you going to ask him about Kenny Payne Day? Yeah, I wonder how he celebrated. Well, are we an official, we're affiliated with UofL, right? We, we have UofL are. baseball games. We, we have a partnership. We have a partnership. Man, Rocket Can didn't know that was a pretty horse too. Rocket Can, <laughs> Rocket cannot win. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> My guy's pumped up, Scoots. <laughs> He's in his element. He's standing. He's pacing. I'm a rocket can. He's barely doing radio right now. Rocket can. We've got Burning up a horse racing. We got a horse racing show to the left of us, and then next to them, 103.1. Yeah. So we're playing some uh, beer for their horses, Scoots. Come on, some country. Well, you know one thing. You know, Scoots' dream job is to be a country DJ. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I know. Why I, are you going over there in the I've, I've actually, yeah, well, I've maybe spin some trucks. I've actually talked to Matt Cooper before, the guy who's over there. So maybe I'll just talk to him after we wrap up today. Oh man, I used to get in trouble with a guy named Matt Cooper. A lot a of teacher? trouble. Valley Station's finest. Mm. It was a lot of trouble with that guy. Jimmy Hopkins and me. Yeah. Oh gosh. Just asking, asking for trouble. You know what? What was it? Sloan Kettering or Blair Kettering? Kettering. (laughs) Sloan Kettering and Johnny Hopkins. (laughs) We were blazing it up every day. Look at us with just quotable movies. On a Tuesday, I will say the one thing I really, the one big error I made this morning, forgot my Shady Rays in the car. Same. Same. Uh, And I left my drink in the car. I was a little frazzled. I was fucked up. It's, it's morning time. The Somebody sun wasn't quite... Julep at us? Yeah, I think he he wanted us to make him a mint julep. I wish he would make us some Shady Rays so we could see better. So it was it was dark when we got here. Scoots was here yep. at the crack of dawn. Don't need your Shady Rays when it's dark out, but when it's beautiful and sunny like it is today, got to have those polarized shades that are inexpensive, especially if you use promo code BIGX to check out. You get 25% off. And they look good. They're sharp. And it's... It, I got, they look so good. You got you can get multiple pairs, and if you lose them at the track, no worries. Replacement pair, promise, guarantee. You just got to pay a small processing fee. They'll ship those bad boys right back at you. ShadyRays.com, promo code BIGX, 25% off at checkout. We love our Shady Rays. We just wish we didn't leave them in our car. That's true. We really wish that we still had them. A texter says, wow, sounds like Scoots bombed. Oh, wow. The wedding. No, I did not. Jude Redfield didn't bomb, though. He's a man. He's got the best weather forecast in the biz, right? I like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jude. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Are we going to have good weather on Saturday? Uh, it starts out a little cloudy, but the clouds might break up just in time in the afternoon. Most of the rain should be gone. Friday's the day with the rain chance, okay. the way it looks now. So. Do you get nervous oh. this time of year because all the pressure's on? The, the anxiety's a real thing, especially <laughs> walking out here live in the public. People come after you. That, after that fiasco a few years back when a, a rain shower chance turned into three and a half inches in flooding, <laughs> that, that was a tough one to deal with. Jude, what do you think about Rick Stansberry going to Memphis, joining Penny Hardaway's staff? Well, I mean, I think they're probably going to have the, the best – 
best recruits coming their way. <laughs> I just hope they can coach him up. I love Rick. I miss Rick so much down at WKU. He just couldn't get over the hump. Uh, you know, so hopefully hopefully it works You're out. You're in good Rick. hands with Steve Lutz. Yes. Rick, Rick was awesome with, with the team and the community. Great. I thought he'd be here forever, but it just didn't pan out. But uh, he and Penny might be a force. <laughs> Awesome. Very, very go, exciting. Go stuff. toppers, baby. Dude, thank you for stopping by. We Any appreciate time. it. Now that I know you're here, you might you might not be able to get rid of me. No, you're more than welcome. Top on talk sports. We need somebody that knows something about something. See you guys. See ya. Appreciate it. Jude Redfield, WDRB. He's a fun follow, and I'm only Way saying that than all because he says that, or he follows me on Twitter. So he that's still all. You he, he still does. Wow, that's I'm amazing. one of the lucky 2100. So wow, me wow. and my 2100 See, closest and, and friends. That's just the part that's killer. Is Jude, great guy, right? Yep. Wonderful to wake up to to get your morning forecast. You didn't mention you, a, you didn't mention Mark. And, and Mark with a C has to close out the day on WDRB. It's night and freaking day. This guy, <sighs> Mark is maybe has a Stephen Van Treese like history to to Roush potentially. <laughs> the only explanation to me. Let's end hour one. We'll take our daily double. We'll come back. Call, We've got a roll call. We've got to talk a little Hunter Dickinson at the top of the hour because is it Hunter Dickinson decision day? Duh, 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 duh. We're live from the backside of Churchill Downs. You're not going to miss hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. On Big X Sports Radio. Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call. Here oh, on Big X Sports Radio. Rosh staggers back in. He's talking horses during... The long extended break there. Oh yeah, we're we're, we're EJ Clark figuring out who's going to win the race, aka Mr. Horse Handicapper. EJ EJ knows a thing or two. He's been doing this a long time. Many many derbies. He'll be on after us. Uh, Scoots, you know the rundown of the schedule when EJ is following up Kentucky Roll Call. He definitely is today, tomorrow, and Thursday. Correct. And then and Friday, uh, it's in the afternoons. If Friday and Saturday, he will have a show from noon to two. Awesome. And then there's a post-derby show, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, we've done that in the years past, but we forewent that last year, and then we're not going to do it again this year. Okay. I know Scoots. That was when Scoots was hammered. Oh, my God. Board. Yeah, I was a mess. <laughs> if we do post-derby shows, yeah, I'm just not in good shape. Yeah, so... That, that wouldn't be a good combination with uh, the way our technology has been working so far. But, hey, you're doing a great job right now, Scoots. Uh, hey, we've stayed up and running, we're, we're aside from one one little thing, but no biggie. Excited to be out here uh, on the backside of Churchill Downs, but we are going to just sit here and bore you with horses. I could have sat there and talked to DJ and his buddy Mark about horses. I, and need, a, I, this I, race I need a lock for today, though. A lock for today? I'll try to get you one. Uh, I'll try to get you one. Uh, not sure if I can right now. Maybe later. We're going to hang out with Travis Stone later. So maybe he'll have. Well, pro- ideally for our listeners on the show. Well, lock for today. I haven't looked at the program. That's what we'll be working on. Okay. We're well, working on today. Scoots, it's 502 day. Everybody knows 502 day. No kidding. Derby tradition. What an idiot. My peepaw was a child. (laughs) But we we do need to talk 
about the sports in the Kentucky basketball world. Is it going to be Hunter Dickinson Day? I was just Man, asked that question. It was uh, a weird, weird night last night. First off, it wasn't even a sure thing that he was going to be announcing tomorrow. We talked about on yesterday's show that what else could he have to, to decide. He's right, made his visits. Right. He's talked with the coaches. It's not like this is his first go-around in recruiting. He knows what these schools have to offer, and he knows what's important, what he's looking for. So we knew it probably wasn't going to take much longer than this. And then it comes out, the podcast that he does with Barstool Sports, they tweet out, where's Hunter Dickinson going to announce? And then they also have another tweet that's like, podcast dropping tomorrow. Thus, I think this is going to be sort of like Aaron Rodgers with Pat McAfee. Oh, yeah. Hunter Dickinson's yeah. not going to like, it's not going to be a drum roll, please. He's going to come in and be like, I just earlier today notified the coaches at Kentucky. I'm going there. I just notified the coaches at Villanova. I'm going there. But at different hours of the day yesterday, Roush, every different fan base in his recruitment, with the exception of Ed Cooley's Georgetown, had some momentum. There were Maryland fans that were convinced he was going there turns out a lot of that confidence came from Maryland basketball sending out their season ticket renewals <laughs> and Maryland fans be like the only reason they're doing this is because they know you get in while the getting's good and it's like wouldn't they wait till after he commits to do that yeah right right like, wouldn't they right. be like big news on the way renew your tickets so as the night went on their confidence started to, to wane a bit Kansas has felt good about it just their insiders have been the ones saying Kansas doesn't have, they have more to offer than anybody else does, uh, but they don't feel super sure about it. And weirdly enough, Roush, Villanova had a push last evening that it seemed like they actually may be the favorite, and that just came from some random dude putting like a crystal ball pick in or a magic eight ball, or I don't know what website it was where yeah. you make the predictions, and that was the cause for some of the confidence there. I think it comes down to there's an account that I uh, he doesn't he doesn't follow me so it kind of goes against my go-to. But Trilly Donovan on Twitter. All right, who is that person? Don't know who I he thought, is. I know that we had uh, Trill Ballins, who is a Kentucky fan that's pretty popular. I was like, is Trilly Donovan related whatsoever? But Trilly Donovan has been um, not in the scoop game, but at least like providing some some insight, seemingly. He is a he he is in the know. And when he says, and it's kind of funny, he's just basically said, I'm no longer going to report U of L news because their staff just lies constantly. He didn't say, I took some liberties that the staff lies constantly, but he has indicated that there's just so much false information that comes out of the Louisville side of things that he will no longer just tweet about U of L possibly getting a player or possibly not getting a player. Well, he's just done with it. He's wiping his hands clean of it as I, if he's Pontius Pilate. I have. Uh I have been interested, and I've heard Mike Rutherford talk about it on the Rutherford show, that there is there's a weird thing that Kenny Payne's doing where he's either not telling people anything or he's telling people a lot, and it's they haven't really been able to it's, decipher his, what it is. It's, no, it's Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith thinks they're getting everybody under the sun, and once he wants to – I don't know if he's just doing it to troll. I don't know if he's doing it because he actually thinks it's reality. I don't know if he's doing it because he thinks Maybe that you can he, fabricate this momentum where the player's like, oh, well, everybody thinks I'm going this place. I'll end up going that place. But it all comes back to that. I think UL Media is kind of scared to say that because they still want to have some connection. I – Sure as poop, don't care. Right, it's coming right. from him. Uh-huh. Okay, Kenny Payne's not talking to anybody. I and think which, the only people he talks to is maybe like Rick Bozich and some of his golfing buds. Which makes sense. 
but, but, it, but follow that account. And the reason I brought up Trilly Donovan uh-huh. is because he says no, no staff knows. So going into this podcast, nobody knows. Well, which would and make, I think that should make people feel maybe a little bit better about UK's chances. It, make me, it certainly adds a little more excitement, a little more intrigue. I am worried that this will be a podcast that doesn't announce it, but teases the announcement. Oh, that that will, that'll, 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 that'll tick people off. You know, I had to deal with Mark with a C, teasing me all night long, and now I'm just ready for Hunter Dickinson to do the same. Although it will be fascinating because you know the the actual pop, like the, the, the most viral the video can go will be actually to spill the beans, but they're going to want people to listen to that podcast. So I'm fascinated how they sort of roll it out today. I am too. I, I, my guess is it's going to be Aaron Rodgers' ask. It's not going to be like a big drum roll. It's just going to be, hey, I've already told this staff this is where I'm going, which I know goes against what I just said with the Truly Donovan stuff, but I think, he, I think Hunter Dickinson will notify. If he is, in fact, announcing today, he will notify the staff today, and we'll then see. We'll, we might get a little bit of a – Maybe there will be an early A week. little b- buzz beforehand. And it will probably, covering this as long as I have – Roush, it'll probably be more other schools being like, nah, we haven't heard anything. We haven't heard anything. And people starting to, well, if he hasn't heard anything. Or maybe Hunter Dickinson will also call some of the staffs and say, like, I'm not going to your school. In which case, schools love to leak when bad news is on the horizon. Right, they so want to get ahead of it. I do think maybe we'll have a, we'll hear something a little bit before the podcast actually drops. But it could be a big day for UK basketball, or it could. I am curious what the UK fan reaction will be if the Cats don't get Hunter Dickinson. I think partially, it'll be dependent on what happens with Oscar. Well, (laughs) certainly. But if he goes to Kansas, I think fans are going to get more worked up about it. Yes. If he goes to Maryland or Villanova, I don't think people are going to be too too hurt or too upset. Although I think some may be. There's always a bunch of irrational people that love to be miserable, but. If he goes to Kansas, people are going to get a little worked up about it. And they, yeah, which to- totally makes sense. Which I, I would, I would say, hold the like worked up and like getting upset until we find out what's going to happen with Oscar Sheboy and Ron Holland. If UK doesn't get any of those three, then there is a, I think there's a gripe to be had. However, it does seem like UK is even if they missed out on all three of those people, they'll go get somebody else. They do not seem content with the way the front court is currently set up. Which I do think is a little strange. You can't just go into it with Bradshaw, Uganda, and Lance Ware. But if it ends up just being Bradshaw and Uganda, are we confident that that could win? I think it could. But if you don't get Hunter Dickinson, you don't get Oscar Shebway, you don't get Ron Holland, I still think Kentucky brings in somebody else. I just don't really have a name for it. Uh, the, the thing that is so bizarre to me, too, is I feel like you're they're having to uh, – to, to, play the to work kitty gloves with these guys a lot more now when it comes to we need another guy but we can't take off the guys that we have on our team right now yeah which um kind of opens the door for us to transition to talk about football because that's seemingly what happened when kentucky brought in corlin ford from usc there have been two offensive tackles that have announced they've entered the transfer portal since then uh David Wallaball was the first. He did that on Sunday, which was supposed to be the last day the portal was open. But then DeAndre Buford entered yesterday. So like I don't, I don't know what he's doing. Like what? I think it's a bigger deal than you do. And it's not that I think that like Buford was going to be our best player on the offensive line, but they br- they're bringing people in because they're worried about the depth. And now you're losing 
a piece that I, you know this stuff better. I will defer to you that you know contribution aspect better than I. You'll be wrong sometimes, and I'll be right sometimes, but you study this stuff more than I do, so more likely you'll be right. But it's just from a depth standpoint, Roush, this seems concerning. Like, I am slightly alarmed about the setup of the UK's well, offensive line. A year coming off, it's well, you were gonna, Yeah, yeah. You were going to be – I'm going to be concerned no matter what. Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. Buford, they brought in Colin Ford to start over DeAndre Buford and Jeremy Fox. Correct. So – Yeah, to compete for starting spot, but probably. But he was going to start over those guys. Well, now Fox is right tackle, too. So where does that make Buford? What is he, what is he like – Right, right, right tackle three, left tackle two. Like, yeah. And you know so, injuries happen as well. No, no. I, 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 I wish he would have stayed. I'd, I'd much prefer it if he did stay. But um, I'm actually just more ticked off that he entered the portal yesterday. The portal's closed. Why are you entering the portal on May 1st? <laughs> Can, because I don't think. So did he do it earlier, you think? I, I, I don't know because you, typically the reports come out because people have logins to him, right? So, like, that that's the part that I don't. I don't get. I don't understand. I thought we had transfer portal rules, but I guess we don't. Um, but Bu- Buford entering, I-, I wasn't surprised that some offensive tackles went elsewhere. I had, I, I was almost certain, like I, uh, that Walla Ball would end up going elsewhere. Really liked the kid, but uh, it just, you know, didn't work out in his limited snaps here. And they're bringing in other guys. Um, but Bu- Buford is one that I. It's like, you made it this long, like, can you try it out? But ultimately, TJ, the reason why Kentucky's offensive line was such a disappointment last year is because DeAndre Buford wasn't as good as his recruiting ranking. He did not develop. He did not turn into the player that Kentucky needed him to turn into. They had two four-stars competing at that right tackle spot, and neither of them showed up. I mean, they had every opportunity, both Buford and Jeremy Flax, and neither of them were consistent enough to play in the SEC. So while yes, depth is a concern, um, that this offensive line like that, that that's a problem. But I'm still taking Cortland Ford if it means losing DeAndre Buford because he's just better. It's worth it. Okay, all right. I like that makes me feel a little bit better. I've also heard more and more people somewhat parent parenting your sentiment about you. You said it somewhat crassly on Friday about Charman getting cancer. But your point was totally true that, like, recruiting's taken a dip since then. It, it's just taken a dip. We want to talk about why the offensive line play hasn't been a great. This is a program that thrives on recruiting good players but also having them in the program. And you don't see too many offensive linemen at UK as a freshman no, or a sophomore. It's, in there. it's usually more veteran guys mm-hmm. that develop over time. And with the recruiting taking a little bit of a hit, and with the transfer portal, it just doesn't seem like, one, there's been the same level of development. Maybe it's just because there hasn't been the same level of talent. And two, maybe it's just somewhat with the ebbs and flows of people not staying as long as they used to anymore. And and some of it's also just being pretty lucky that Drake Jackson and Landon Young were in the same class. We're all Americans from the state of Kentucky that grew up 20 minutes away. Great point. (laughs) You know, like, you you got – it's hard to get starters in that aspect. They did get taken to the bone zone by Dare Rosenthal. Like, that dude should not have been here for only one year. He should have stayed for two years. That would have uh, made the offensive tackle situation dramatically different a year ago. Um, I do think that – if you like Colton Ford has two years of eligibility, he should be able to get a second season. That certainly helps. And I, and in my, because I, I I'm, I'm in some, you know, I talk to some people who are definitely much more negative Nancy's than I. I'm not trying to be a sunshine pumper because offensive line is still clearly the the weakest link and the the prove it position right now for this Kentucky football team. 
But I think if you if you go in if you went in this offseason and you had a bunch of concerns about Kentucky football, Mark Soups addressed them, right? He got a new play caller. He got two starting tackles. He got the best quarterback in the portal, and he got a thousand-yard rusher from the SEC to come in and running back. Those were kind of what he needed to get. If you look at the big picture transfer portal as a whole, you also add in quarterback. He needed quarterbacks. He got two former four stars, and then now, did you see Kentucky's hosting that Antonio Carter from Rhode Island, from one of the top uh, defensive backs in the portal? He's got some good tape too. Like his, he, I think some people see Rhode Island and they pause a little bit. Yeah, it's an FCS school, but there, there are some of the some great defenses want this guy under their program. He's, so if Kentucky can land him, I, I think I think the offers speak more than the name of yeah. the school. Oh, he splits logs out there, man. He's not afraid of contact, and if. You, they have a lot of recruiting or transfer portal places have him ranked as a safety. He has some positional versatility where he could go beat out those guys and be the boundary corner. He could come in and play nickel. So he, and they also was a, a Northern Illinois linebacker for a visit here in a couple of weeks. So like, there's um, there's very much a like it's easy in the moment to just get very hung up or like, oh my gosh, this isn't enough. This is you know they've got four spots. They need to go address this. You, you, you don't want to be handing out scholarships to players who you don't think are going to actually play. That's true. And that really hurt you down the road. And they've addressed the major areas of need because there were some major needs. Quarterback, major need. And they got one of the best ones. Uh, offensive tackle, major need. They got a three-year starter and then a guy with, from the MAC and then a two-year starter from USC. So while, yes, it's it's not ideal that you're losing some depth at that offensive tackle position. Um, they still upgraded by adding Cortland Ford and Marcus Cox from the transfer portal this offseason. And that's just that that's what it comes back to for me. I love hearing you say that. That does make me feel better about all this. I still have concerns about depth on the offensive line. I still have concerns about depth in the secondary. Yeah. And those are two spots that if you cross your fingers, but if there's an injury at one of those two spots, uh, then – Things could take a turn. Yep. And even if there's not an injury, I still think there are some question marks. But hearing you say all that stuff does make me feel better. And you got to get this guy from Rhode Island as well. And you still do have a few scholarships to play with. Doesn't mean you just need to hand them out like candy, though, because that can hurt you down the road with scholarship yeah. numbers. Really. Well, especially with if guys have multiple years of eligibility. Yeah. I believe Antonio Carter only has a year or two tops. Um, but he could be a lot of fun, the Rhode Island Ram. D- uh, different sport, but Rhode Island's worked out before, right? Yeah. Ain't no stopping Jacob Toppin. That's right. Man, you want to talk about some hot takes we had this year about that forward position. Because remember when Jacob Toppin was the worst of Keon Brooks and Bryce Hopkins, and then by the end of the yes. year we were like, okay, actually he might have been the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which I feel like that we're going to have. I don't want to say you have to let the cake take a little bake. Is, 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 uh, is the fourth position going to be the same, like most, most talked about position for Kentucky basketball next year as well? Where it stands right now, yeah. And maybe it's already cemented into that because if you do get Hunter Dickinson or Oscar Shibway, then you're probably playing Bradshaw at the four. That's going to make some people nervous. And then if you don't get those guys, then you don't know who the four is going to be because you're probably playing Bradshaw at the five. You got you If you got to really takes off, maybe that's your five and Bradshaw's the four and that just stuff works itself out. But, yes, it's going to be the four. I don't, I've seen some U.K. fans really want U.K. to go out there and get a wing you got Justin Edwards, man. Like this dude, is, get, this guy ended up maybe maybe the top draft pick. I know. And then if you add Antonio Reeves into the equation, he comes back. Like you got pretty good guys. I mean, he's there's, your, wing, yeah, there, there's yeah. your wings. And also, I am not sleeping on Reed Shepard. No. I know some are. 
I don't expect him to be like a 25-minute-per-game type of dude. Couldn't be me. But I think he's going to be such a good teammate. Cal's going to have a tough time not getting him on the floor here or there, and especially with C.J. Frederick on. Who would you rather have for next season, C.J. Frederick in his current state or Reed Shepard as the Reed, freshman? Reed Shepard. No, I mean, not even hesitating for a second. Same. Yeah. Same. And I, sadly for me, I think injuries play a pretty significant role into that, but even if they didn't, I still may lean towards Reed Shepard just because – CJ missed a lot of threes, folks. No, a lot of threes. Missed a, missed, just couldn't get it going this season. Like, I'll, I'll wish him the best at, at in Cincinnati, but I, I do think UK's fine on the wing. I think they're fine in the backcourt. Now, if like somebody was begging to come and you could make it happen, then that's a whole different story. But I think you're good there. I think you're good one through three. Just what happens at the four and five is going to be the talking points this summer as the UK heads into those games in Canada in July. Yeah. You going to go to that? I, I will not be going to that. That's right before SEC media days. And I, hell, I actually might even be on a bachelor party during some of those games in Canada. Ooh, where's uh, the bachelor party? Charleston. Charleston. God, best friend growing up. I'm, I'm the best man organizing it all. So very, very excited for that. That'll be fun. Um, that could be a nice little double dip. Flying or driving? Well, some people are flying. We're driving and stopping in Asheville. We're gonna do a night in Asheville. That's I think awesome. we've had, yeah, yeah, yeah doing some golfing. Right. Yeah, uh, very, very much looking forward to that. Especially because some of those guys aren't, aren't all gonna be out here. Dirt, like a couple people, are, or like one of my buddies. He's he's too fancy for the infield now. You know, he has to go get on the first turn. Which, by the way, if you check out the new first turn area, it's wild. Doesn't it remind you of like a European soccer stadium? Sort of deal. Yeah, no, very mean, much so. Like the end zone of a European soccer stadium. Because it's it's covered and it and you know and it, it's not like stacked up, but I mean it, it hosts. Uh, I want to say like eight thousand people, something like that. Yeesh. Um, so is that so done? The sun's gonna done the sun's gonna set behind that. You probably didn't even need that big visor set for just rain. For rain stuff, yeah. yeah. But they have suites on the floor of it, and then stands and concessions uh, above it. But yeah, that's yeah. a that's a very cool area. I know a lot of people they're doing uh, their therapy out there for like a hundred bucks or so for all you can eat and drink and it's going to be a beautiful day and i'm just going to have i'm going to be biting my fingernails just with fomo it's buzzing out here folks let's get back to this thornton's text line you're listening to kentucky roll call on big x sports radio with tj walker nick roush and justin kalen a texter says coffee and baileys oh that's pretty good Another texter says, Scoots better come home with some flowers today. That was from yesterday. <laughs> no, things only got more contentious. But they had to they had to dig a little deeper before they could reconcile. And everything, everything's good now. Squash. You should bring him home a dessert tonight. <laughs> last night got a little heated. Here's a cookie. You know, I actually told him last night, I was like, you know, if we get a slow day during the summer, which we inevitably will, I was like, I wonder what TJ would pay me if we got you on for like a 10 Oh, we just get to like interview, interview him for just like oh, being yeah. Scooch roommate? Just like open line, y'all ask whatever you want, he has to answer honestly. I was like, well, I wonder what be, TJ would that pay would be me. So much fun. That would be pretty good. Um, I've been on that. We may, may, need to make it happen. I'll make it happen. Speaking of uh, dessert, oh, there goes Todd Pletcher. He's pretty good trainer. Ain't, ain't that right, EJ? Hey, uh, EJ's hanging out with us. He's going to be on after we get off. EJ, we're not going to put you on the mic because we're going to go to a break here soon. But do you have a lock for today? Today. Or maybe you can put the mic to him. Like you, No lock for today? Oh, man. My favorite race, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later on, is the race name for Johnny's on 502 Tuesday. How about that? <laughs> we like that. All right, so you're going to probably be doing some handicapping while you're on air, figuring that stuff out. That's why you're going to have to tune in, DJ Clark, right when we get off. And it's going to Kentucky be, Winter Circle, baby. Really makes it feel like Derby Week once you get EJ Clark oh. on Big X Sports Radio. Um, we brought up desserts earlier. Scoots, I know what you can <laughs> bring for desserts. Earl's ice cream is so freaking good. 
Had it on Sunday. I wish I could get this stuff everywhere. Isn't all ice cream good, though? Yeah, is this, this paid is, sponsorship? This is better. No, this is free. Because all Mr. these Cincinnati Earler, people, they try to act like Graders is God's gift to desserts. No, it ain't, it ain't got nothing on Earlers. Uh, What's the Stone Cold? Or like, a, Stone Cold Creamery? Yeah, like, we, we do... Uh, I think both those places we, we are better than, I think both those places are better than Earlers. No, Earlers, <laughs> hands down, the best thing I've ever had. In homemade pie and ice cream kitchen is the best in town, though. Is it? It is, actually. Okay. That's been proven time and time again. <laughs> Do they make them themselves? I think so. The wife and I, have, when we used to live in between the ice cream capital of Louisville, St. Matthews, uh, we'd have arguments about whether we'd get graters or homemade pie and ice cream. She's a graters girl. Earlers and the orange cow. I did give Duke. Where is Earlers? You can't That's get... the thing is, there's really not, like, <laughs> they just are at places. It's so good, you can't find it anywhere. <laughs> like, they, like, you have to go to, like, uh, a UofL sporting event, or we were at Cherokee Triangle, and they had a truck out there. But I did give Duke a piece of waffle cone. He had never had it before, and he goes, mmm, crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> did you post that in the kids, what my kid says? No, on I, have, I haven't posted that one. Yeah. He's, uh, he is big into the bad guys, though, and yesterday he told me, uh, uh, you know why they call him Two Face Dad? Because he has two faces. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, pretty crazy. Pretty uh, crazy. Texter texts in and says, "Race Seven, Giada, Brad Cox, Luis Saez." Oh, I, I'm, you get terrible odds on Brad Cox horses. He says. Yeah, but if they win though, doesn't matter. Yeah, but no then, winners. Then, I, I, I find before. myself staying away from Brad Cox not because he's not great. He is, but it's just anytime you feel like you got a good horse in him, you look at the you look at the updated odds and it's just. Yeah, but that that's also like they're even money. They're, they're there for a reason, um, and you usually got to multi-race them uh, if they're like a huge, huge favorite. Uh, but sometimes, like I, he had a horse that slipped to thirteen to one. That one was like, wait, Brad Cox had a thirteen to one winner. That rarely happens. Uh, but you know, real recognize real, and Louisville folks know that the Louisville trainer is the best of the bunch. So that's what one texter says: Giada in race seven. Uh, let's go back to the text line. A texter says, we're just going to get, I mean, little Wayne text until all, <laughs> all of eternity, unfortunately. Yep. Jump back ahead here. Yeah. Catching up on the podcast. Oh, who are you polling for, the Warriors or Lakers? We said who we thought we were going to win. Who are you all polling for? I guess the Lakers. Yeah, um, Anthony Davis. Warriors for me. What do you say, AD? Won't be in my family. Another texter says, uh, catching up on, through the podcast, I would think J.J. Weaver would get drafted. Come on, Roush, get it together. That's from Artie. AJ. <laughs> EJ, you got fans. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, interesting. AJ. Oh. We don't have any women coming and blowing us kisses. <laughs> Where's the KRC groupies? <laughs> Kentucky Winter Circle. <laughs> we knew he was a popular man back here. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, good text, Artie. Another texter says, Roush, how is the transfer portal recruiting looking for the offensive line? We need a bat with Buford saying, hasta la vista. That's from I mean, they're not going to get any more. So they're done on the offensive line. I mean, they might. Is that a Roush guarantee? No, it's not. But, like, where are you going to find anybody worth their salt, you know, at this point? Finding, finding offensive linemen in the, in the transfer portal is difficult. I feel like they've done a pretty good job up to this point. Um, but finding some guy way down the total, I guess it's just – it's a weird ass. Come be a backup at Kentucky. Have you mentioned the Northern Illinois linebacker, Davian Rayner? I didn't mention him by name, but yes, a Northern Illinois linebacker. Transferring here, that is much more important, I think, than adding another offensive lineman. Because, wow. Because those, those you linebackers feel, you are feel the ground shaking? Are, That's a take quake. Are guaranteed Whoa. to get hurt. Like, those, 
love D-Jack, love Trevin Wallace, great players. One of them is going to spend some time on the sideline. you got to have a third linebacker that's ready to come in and play. Yeah. It was like offense, I hear you. Like if, we, if they bring in some other offensive lineman, are you going to even know that they got subbed into the game? I, you're, you're totally right about that. It's just, it, I just feel like if an important offensive lineman goes down, like any dreams and hopes we have of this season instantly don't shatter, but like – they're just hanging in the balance because it's so hard to win in the SEC if you don't feel good about your line. Yeah, but I, but but your but your point about the line. If Kentucky wants this linebacker, dude, go ahead and bring him. I'm all for it. And you're right about that. Those people get banged up with the way Stoops needs his linebackers to fly around. Yeah, I mean it's just the nature of that position in the SEC. They just take a lot of physical beating. Couldn't believe Jacquez Jones. He only got a rookie minicamp deal. Didn't even get a UDFA. I love the way that dude flew around in college. He's not, I think, the most talented guy in the world, but he he was smart. He was smart. He knew where he needed to be, too, more times than not. The one that um, it was always weird to me was Jordan Wright, and I think it's just because he he is the most athletic, unathletic person I've ever seen. He tested horribly. <laughs> was so bad, but it's like when you watch him on a football field, he's an yeah. outstanding athlete. So uh, That's just all the coaching. So it is a little surprising that he – he also didn't find a place because yeah, I feel like just th- that kind of guy would have a would have a spot for him. Uh, you need to blow your nose. <laughs> I text her. What? I'm like, he has a runny nose. I gave him a napkin. Yeah, calling him out. Thanks, TJ. Not calling him out. I'm being a good friend. Yeah. Why don't you be a good friend? Dugan earlier told me today. Hey, actually, at the, like the hour break, Dugan was like, "Hey, you do have a little booger." <laughs> and I've been here doing radio, talking to some of the mayor Greenberg just walked by the sports talker with a giant booger in my nose, and Back you didn't tell me. I didn't. Ralph didn't tell me, but he's never really looking up in my nose. It's true. He's always looking down at me. <laughs> <laughs> a texture says, "Drop the world by Little Wayne." No, let the beat build. No, drop the world. I'll, I'll say it at the. I'll say it at the end of the show today. Can we get Scoots to cover the evening shift or something? This is atrocious, and I don't know what this is. Maybe. New St. Salsarita's Happy Hour or something like that. I don't really get what you were trying to get at, Texter. But Salsarita's is great. We do love them. We do. UML's new football field with the stiff arm Cardinal Bird. We call it the Heisman Cardinal Bird. At midfield, it's unreal. Makes me jealous that we only have a teeny tiny crooked UK logo. We had a chance to do something cool for once and fumbled the bag. That is another issue I have with Mitch Barnhart that I think UML does a good job. They listen to the fans. And sometimes too much with coaching decisions and hiring maybe Kenny Payne. Yeah. However, with like jerseys and logos and court designs Dude, and field designs. You can't tease new uniforms on the Super Bowl commercial, and we still haven't seen them. It was the Super Bowl. Well, you remember, when they did, remember when they did the Twitter logo? And they had it there for like a year and a half. And and they they were like, I think UK forgot that they were even doing a little gimmick with that. And they are like, oh, crap. Let's just get rid of the checkerboard and act like that's what we were doing there. But then UK redesigns their field. And drum roll, please, here's how it looks. Oh, it's the same. The exact same. With a tiny <laughs> little UK logo there and kind of off shade colored greens, which I'm okay with, but it doesn't look good once the field starts to fade. So, yes, UofL's got a cool logo. Was that Rutherford's scoop yesterday? What was he? No, he had scooped that. His scoop was a little. Uh, we all love Mike Rutherford, three to six here on Big X Sports Radio. Here, here was his scoop, summarized. He was talking to a source close to U of L. They said that this year's Brom team will be Brom will be better than any Purdue Brom team, but it will be the worst Brom U of L team he'll ever have, and they'll probably win seven or eight games. I mean, oh, so big, big, they're, big scoop they're there. Gonna, they're going to be better. They're going to be better than any Purdue team he coached, which I find that hard to believe. I see. Find well, that hard to like. I, I don't think that this. You think? Well, okay, more talent, but Dugan. Here's the thing, though. 
is Jack Plummer, like, Aiden O'Connell just got picked in, like, the fourth round. They, they had three guys. Purdue had three guys drafted in, like, the third or fourth round. Still more talent than last year's Purdue team? I, I think so. So this year's U of L team would win last clean year's. Pocket. Clean pocket. Get yeah, oh, from that offensive line? Yep. He going to get it? You were there at Penn State when he was shaking in his bootstraps and got sacked 12 times. I, I sat by your dad that day. <laughs> yeah. 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 I remember it well. He didn't have a clean pocket. No, he did not have a clean pocket. So don't give him a clean pocket. So, but, but that is, but like, I think it is fair because those receivers, I mean, Charlie Jones, I don't they got the white guy from Iowa to, to be a 1,500-yard receiver. Like, these guys that he brought in are a little bit better than Charlie Jones. That kid had three catches at Iowa. <laughs> I don't doubt that this may be his worst U of L team because I do think he's doing a lot of good things. They're bringing in good players. This rivalry is changing in the in the landscape of blowout. Can I also just remind everybody too? They're bringing in twenty transfers that everybody's getting excited about because their team was garbage. All right, they had to. He's inheriting a terrible roster. You get you get distracted like Oakwood Bombs are in the portal. Mark Stoops doesn't have to to to, to make um, you know a. a poop out of a, a turd sandwich because he has a great roster already. How would one make a poop out of a turd sandwich? Well, I guess if you eat it. <laughs> well, you don't have to take poop to make a turd sandwich. You just have to do that. I love it, Roush. I love that we're getting a little bit more rivalry. It's about time UofL carries the right in this in, yeah. the, in this uh, back and forth because it hasn't been... I mean, it was fun to laugh at them. Yeah. I it mean, was. I, I, I really... Like, Scott said... Remember when that U of L and you took more pictures as the UK was up by, like, 40? You were down on the field. I was in the stands. Oh, that's... <laughs> there was not a U of L fan in sight because they had all left because it was such a blowout. That was the drunkest I've ever seen TJ. Uh, ever. Uh, yeah. He was, like, dancing to all the music. That's and just like, like, hey, everybody! <laughs> when your team is beating their biggest rival by 40 on their home field, are you not going to dance? <laughs> it was really are you not going to have a good time like with it? You were shouting at UK fans, like, in sec- like two sections over, like, <laughs> waving at him. Like, you could, you could. You could have just casual conversations with people whole sections over because they were so uh, so empty of a oh, stadium. Man. We're going to take our last break. We're going to come back. We'll finish up the text line. Maybe we'll make fun of Louisville football some more. Maybe so. I uh, Maybe talk about somebody. There are some texts about the debate, so that allow me to at least bring that Ooh, up for five Deers, minutes or so. Yeah. Holy smokes, that dude is a is a wild, wild, wild man. We'll come back with one final segment from the backside of Churchill Downs in the shadows of the Twin Spires. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Race my horse with the Spaniards pulled till I got me skin full of silver and gold. We began to gamble we couldn't agree. We got in a fight over to... Park Mammoth Golf Course, the golf club down at Park Mammoth. Nice. Well, where can people go to play Park Mammoth for less than $25 a round? I believe you go to BigXSportsRadio.com and get the Big X Sports Radio golf card for $129. Wow. You're not supposed to talk about pricing on air, dude. You shouldn't say pricing on air. Not supposed to do that. Well, I don't know where y'all went to school. My school. To the UK school of they don't recognize me, so I don't even know where I went to school. Yeah. But not only is Park Mammoth on the Big X Sports Radio golf cart, there's a plenty of other great courses like Wooded View. Wooded 
Elk Run. Valley View, Elk Run. Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. Old Capital in Cordon, Indiana. Oh, man. So many great courses. So many great courses. I mean, Dugan, this is, that's, that's your PCS that are just all. You can put together a golf cart better than anybody. I think we're coming up on about 10 years. Dang. Yes, we have. We, we have the best golf cart in the business. And uh, su- supplies, still plenty out there? Supply is limited. As limited, limited, limited. And when we say supply is limited, <laughs> we mean the supply is limited. <laughs> limited, limited. In all seriousness, they're well over half gone. So there you go. There you go. They won't. They won't last through May. I promise. Yeah, they do. I mean, so they. If you want to get Dad a gift? Don't wait till the week before Father's Day. Or Mom. Go ahead and get it today. Oh, yeah. Mother's Day is right around the corner. It's 2023 now. Yeah, it is. Women wait, golf. Women play golf? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I love the I golf card. Of course, Rouse. Dude, can we, get, we get asked uh, monthly. <laughs> if we're gonna, when's the Big X Golf Scramble? Is it happening year two? Year one was such a hit. It was such a hit. Had a great time, and I think we ought to do it that same day. The, the Friday the before the Labor Friday Day. Before Labor Day. I that agree. That was that a lot was of fun. Awesome. Good and, way to kick off the weekend. And Elk Run, they're gonna have their country, their uh, new clubhouse. Oh yeah, be ready to rock and roll. Really nice. Be ready to rock and roll. And another uh, <clears throat> won't be as big as Elk Run because it's an hour away, but. I, I, uh, a Kentucky Roll Call retreat slash a oh, golf retreat. outing at Park Mammoth. Do the show think. down there the and then hit the links afterwards. It sounds great. That does sound great. Give us enough heads up. Uh, I bet some listeners would join us and we'd have a real nice hoot. little June. Nice little mm, weekday in June. Sounds awesome. great. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Scoots will shoot two under probably. Uh, at least. Scoots, yeah. uh, can you tell us about your, your derby horse? Uh, yes, so I do have a derby horse. I'm going to go with the two favorites. I'm going to go with Forte and Tappet Trice. And then TJ, like my golf game, my third horse is going to be Confidence Game, baby. <laughs> Let's get it. So the guy... Uh, 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 just he's, he's oozing so much confidence, he's betting on confidence. What was his betting thing that he did where he just takes the favorites... Well, and we got on him for it. He was like, but it wins. Oh, it was uh, <laughs> it was the golfers. The golfers. Yeah, he oh, yeah. so he's yeah, just taking the, the favorites yeah. in the derby. He's and taking the favorites. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't see the problem. Which is, that, we'll say. The favorites for a reason. Yeah. If, you're, if you're winning money, you're winning money. I don't care what the price is. And last yeah. year, the two favorites yeah, sure. hit the board in Zane and Epicenter. It was just that, that pesky old rich strike came in and ruined their day. <sighs> really did. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, was Roush trying to talk? Female listeners out of wearing sundresses. No. Yesterday it did seem like you were like, it's not going to be good for sundresses. Don't wear your sundresses. You did say that. Just telling them to be weather appropriate. I mean, we're watching Jude Redfield do his weather live shot. Uh, man, doing that like on air, not even where they have a green screen to sim- somewhat point to. What a pro's pro. Go, Jude. Should we just like, should we either. Act like we're big supporters and act like we're, you know, huge. Like, you can't yeah. even do a shot without having fans. Oh my God, it's Jay Ruffin! Or do we boo and kind of harass him? No, no, no. Oh, we only harass Mark with a C. <laughs> Mark with a C stuff, man. It's he, out of control. He can get the hell out of here. Uh, no, Kirby texts in and says, You of all fans of media are acting like they won the Super Bowl and are redeemed for getting waxed by him for two years is such a weird thing. Oh, regarding Will Levis. Hmm. That's what uh, we said it on Friday. That's all what it came back to. This was their, like, yeah, you beat us, but now you're being embarrassed. So we, we like seeing that. And it was sad. It was sad to see. Well, UK fans didn't even pile on Lamar when he fell. It's because 
Kentucky could actually beat their good quarterback. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. If they fought Louisville, they might have had a chance to beat Will Levis if he was so bad, right? You would assume that they could be able to beat him, but it wasn't ever really close. No. No, it really wasn't. Eric Dieter's in your face, Kentucky. Man, having him on the stage for the debate was wild. Well, so that guy, he told the story about, he, he got uh, in trouble for, like, chasing his nephew. Yeah, and in a car. Like, he started the story by being like, I'm, I'm proud of myself for this. So my nephew, he'd drive his truck, and he'd swerve it at my wife when she was getting the mail, and he thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And he'd act like he was going to hit her and just scare my wife. Just couldn't scare her more. So one day I'm out there getting the mail, and he flips me the bird, and I'd had enough. So I run, and I chase him down, and you can intimidating. All you have to do is intimidating to get charged with that sort of stuff. So I pled guilty, but I'm proud of the way I handled that. It's like, what? You're on a, you're telling this story on a debate, and you think that this makes you sound good. He's bragging about his. Uh, <laughs> and there was a lot of being press charges. Uh, it's like it's like Bill Clinton being like, yeah, but Monica, she was pretty hot, wasn't she? <laughs> and then Kelly Craft, who had another horrible debate, unfortunately, but she, I think she had one line where she was like, as a woman. I'm with other mothers. He just deters in her. You're playing the woman card. You're playing the woman card. <laughs> it's like, dude, settle, settle, settle down. This is wild. I actually felt bad for Kraft with the way that he was attacking her. And if you're Daniel Cameron, you're like, I don't even have to spend any time yeah. counterattacking her because this dude is just like unloading on her. He was saying how her husband bought her the ambassadorship in Canada, how her husband's trying to buy her the governorship, and she said not to bring her husband into this. Probably some truth to some of the stuff <laughs> Dieters did say throughout the evening, but just filled with so much malarkey as the night so, went on. That Dieters guy, he's from Northern Kentucky. Has he had, like, was he elected to anything? Oh, he, he's, a non, he's a non-career politician. Uh, he wanted everybody to know that. He wanted everybody to know that he was the Trump candidate. Um, but didn't, and then the moderator, Renee Shaw, was like, well, if you're the Trump candidate, why does Daniel Cameron have the Trump endorsement? And he was like, ah, you know, I don't know, because they probably don't know me. They don't know me. But that being said, I'm such a Trump supporter, I'll still vote for him even if he gives Daniel the endorsement. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, this guy. Yeah. So it made the debate more entertaining, but it got old pretty quick, his outbursts and whatnot. But I thought uh, Daniel Cameron did a really good job. You can kind of see why he's the front runner. Just poised, answers questions pretty well. But Alan Keck, that dude's got a bright future in politics. I was really impressed with him. You can make a case that he was the winner of the debate last night. The reason I just side with Daniel Cameron is because when you're the front runner and you do a good job, uh, yeah. you did what you needed to take care of. That being said, Alan Keck is making a ginormous name for himself. I think he uh, – I was really, really impressed with his answers and just kind of not getting caught up in the in the baloney of it all. Ryan Quarles just so passive. I like that dude, but – Yeah, yeah, he's too passive for politics. Just for like, kind of seems a like a friendly – yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, a lieutenant governorship for him. I like the uh, – I like the – the new ad that Daniel Cameron has out, that's effective. With the protesters in front of his house, and then he pushes it away, and like, I oh, have a I haven't so, seen that. Oh, it's all over the, the local channels. If you're See, that's why you got to tune in to Mark with a C. <laughs> you, get, you get five Daniel Cameron ads by the time you get the damn forecast. I know people like to overstate the 2020 team a bit, but that team's certainly good enough to have been in every game in the tournament they might have played in with four minutes left. Get to that point, and there's no one in the country I would have taken down the stretch over Tyrese Maxey. They may not have been the best all year, but Maxey was built for the NCAA tournament. We got absolutely robbed by not getting to see him in it. Kid simply makes things happen. Would have been Noel-like with a better team around him. Well, the funny thing is he wasn't even the best guard on that team. Mm -hmm. Imagine Emmanuel quickly starting the run. In, in that Max, would have been awesome. Maxey was... Like, uh, 
I'll say sneaky good because he wasn't the featured guy, but he came up in a few big moments for Kentucky oh, yeah. that year. Um, so between him and Quickly both starting, uh, although anybody the Knicks, that acts like that team wouldn't have a chance is just delusional. Yeah. They just, I mean, it's just been. I'm talking to you, Lockham McLean. Definitely could have won it, and yeah, they could have lost early on. That's the NCAA tournament, but right. I, I, I would roll with that group. That stinks about the pandemic. Yeah, you, um, you know, if you narrowed your list of teams that can win it. Like, this year, it was hard to come up with five or six teams that you thought could actually win the NCAA tournament because it just was kind of a bad... A wonky year <laughs> yeah, as yeah. the season went on. But, but that them. 2020 year, there are about eight teams that I would have been like, yeah, I could see this team winning it all. You know, from Dayton to Kentucky to Kansas, I mean, you name it. Uh, there, there was some quality teams in there, but uh, Kentucky was just as good. They were among the best of the best of them. Another texter says... Uh, George, about George Nyang. Has to have one of the worst NBA bodies in the modern era. It looks like they filled a roster spot with some guy from the Philly YMCA. Scooch, the fact that you got a big chuckle out of the crowd when officiating is fantastic. I bet you killed it. That being said, what's vastly disappointing is the lack of execution with the honeys at the reception. You have to strike while the iron's hot. Sounds like you had some good momentum with the girls enjoying your humor. So the opportunity was there for you to score. The question, a miss, so the question remains, was your cake game on point with these women, or did you just kick it back, sip it on the bush lights? So two, two things. Cake, cake came with my <laughs> My brother was on a mission that night, so I figured I would take a step back for him to like oh, have his passive Ryan but no, over so, here. <laughs> no guys, guys I'll be honest I'm in a really weird spot in my life because I was more so looking at the older women at the wedding and not the 20 something super attractive women I was all about the moms it's, Who are married? it's been a really I'm in a really weird spot in my life I wasn't looking at the attractive <laughs> I was looking at the attractive older women. <laughs> All right, if you yeah. said it like that, I wouldn't have an issue. That's how I meant to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like I was looking at the girls I should have been looking at. I was looking at the older, attractive ladies. Well, you keep hanging out with EJ today. That's right. You're a good spot there. He's, he's, he's already had three or four. <laughs> come I, up. I, I can't wait till Scoots and EJ. This is the Kentucky winner. Sun dresses everywhere. Take game on point. Oh, man. Hey, Scooch, radio quality's not good. Happy Tuesday. That's from Shannon O'Bannon. Uh, Texter says... That was early, though, right? Yeah, we got it all figured out. Good for JC... I just wanted to say Shannon O'Bannon. Good for (laughs) JCPS on finalizing dates to install new fields and facilities for their high schools. Yeah. Now some schools may not look like prisons after all at that time. Huge initiative from JCPS. five, Five schools are getting upgrades to their high school football fields. The big one that I did not know at PRP they were still running on a concrete track which oh my gosh just said, I, I didn't know that those were still a thing anywhere I thought but they're replacing that immediately and they should have a new football field within the next two years uh, much that, needed for uh, I mean a school as big as PRP right and one who's been pretty good at football over the last couple of years uh, sent, sent, you know there's two <laughs> former Panthers on the Kentucky football team but uh, J-Town Seneca or no, no. Yeah. Is Seneca one of them? Here, here's, here's what it is. 16 high schools during the summers. 2023, it's going to be Shawnee, Central, J-Town, Moore, PRP. Yeah. 2024, Dosford Creek, Mayo, Manuel, Wagner. 
2025. Shout out to Mail and Manual, just not getting first dibs no matter what. Thank you, JCPS. The, your, your fields are already pretty good. Atherton, Butler, Eastern, Fairdale, Southern, and Valley in 2025. And I think they're building a couple of just brand new high schools, as a matter of fact. New buildings for WEB Du Bois, yep, Grace yep. Jane's Academy, Iroquois, Seneca, and Western are going to be replaced in the next 10 years, get new stadiums all together. So that's very exciting for those schools. Shout out to JCPS for, yeah, for doing that. that, that much Let's needed. keep worrying about our kids and their academics and making sure they've got the, the nice facilities and nice buildings Ballard, to be able to learn and play in. Ballard couldn't play home games because their bleachers got defunct or whatever. They did. And that's all built and that's all been taken care yeah, of. Yeah, that's been taken care of now. They're not the only public school you, that's had issues. With you'll never like believe what Ballard's new stadium is named. Ballard Stadium. Lynn Family Stadium. Oh, it is! I forgot that! It's right by my office, too. It's the, the fourth Lynn Stadium we have in this town. It's just getting... Mark Lynn's running out of... He needs to just start naming them after his kids. It's like the horses, right? There's a there's a horse in the, the Oaks named Dorth Vader, mm-hmm. and he names all of... Like, I was wondering where Travis Stone was going with this. He's like, yeah, you know, he names all of his horses after one of his family members. His wife is Dorothy. I was like, oh, I thought he would say his wife is as evil as Darth Vader. <laughs> Better clarify that. Yeah. Texter yeah. says, handicaps involved. Who's winning if you all played against each other in golf? Me. Uh, yeah, you're most consistent. I know handicaps involved, but I, I feel like with the bright lights, Scoots isn't going to be ready for it. He's not here right now. I don't know where he went. Yeah. Oh, he's back. I don't even think Scoots has a handicap. No. Scoots, with the roommate not asking you about the wedding, will there be a secretive beef moving forward? We'll go back and listen to the podcast. They, they squashed the beef. Beef squash. They buried the hatchet. Yep, they zucchinied it. My horse growing up, 007, got himself a small bottle of Mountain Dew after each trail ride. I miss those days. Oh, that's awesome. Game of just a little bottle of Dew. That's great. Uh, somebody made a guess for Fireman. That's not it. Another texter says a Millie. <laughs> Go DJ is what I bet TJ cranks before each round. I used to play that frequently, but another texter says Go DJ and Terry replaces DJ with TJ to get himself popular. Ooh, around. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. I mean, I have done that, but no, that's not the go-to. I'll just go ahead and tell you. It's actually this next texter. Nailed it? Unintentionally, John. It's the Little Wayne song, John. <laughs> I don't, don't know that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the, but he didn't get it. He just said, I'm not a star. Somebody lied. I got a chopper in the car so it'll make it come to life. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. Great one. You, you said it wasn't a deep cut. It's not a deep cut. That's a, you, you will recognize the song once you play it. As soon as you play it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we can get Scoots to fire it up. John here. Good morning to all. Okay. I've, I'm not a horse guy and not don't pretend to be unless it's Derby Week. So I have three horses that I think could cause some chaos on the race. Ooh. Hit show, confidence game, and disarm. I have one of the two. Maybe these horses in a superfecta, and I believe maybe in your trifecta. Roush, I'm just speaking out of the side of my mouth. Do you all agree with a little bit of my intuition? I do like disarm. Yeah, uh, I like disarm uh, a Scoots little bit. Scoots likes confidence game. I, get Hit Show the hell out of here. Win Memorial winner hasn't won since Funny Side in 2007. Um, and even though it is a Brad Cox, he's drawing the rail. I just that Even if they have a great trip, that horse is falling by the wayside coming around the final turn. Like, it's, it's not going to make it. Side question, who would be the best jockey out of the KRC crew? I know Justin is shorter, but who could get up there and get the horses to run at top speed? Well, got to go. Talk to you later. I mean, I, I, they can't run faster with 250 pounds of man on the back of them. You know, like I'm just – I'd slow them down. Now, I do feel like I would have the most confidence on a horse, right? Like, I, I just feel like I would, uh, you know, you not, have not, not like a, up. a fish out of water, yeah. you know. Uh, Ralph should be enthusiastic. A texter says, I wish my wife treated me like Scoot's boy roommate. 
since it's Derby Week, all I figured is I would suggest a podcast listen. James Fox on Joe Rogan last week is a must-listen. Aliens are real, and they're here, fellas. <laughs> I'm curious what they said to make you believe that, we but maybe, like, I'll, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, do we need Joe Rogan to convince us that aliens are real? I think it's pretty pretty evident. Uh, texter says, Saucerita is going to start closing at 3.30. That's what that picture was sent in. That's wild. They're going to close at 3.30? Just Derby Week? No, I think like starting next week. Oh, like new hours. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Hey, fellas, I'm considering getting the big-ass golf cart for my pops, but he's not ma- able to make it out very often. Does the golf cart have an expiration date, or can he take his sweet time using it? I think by the end of the year. It's just, it's just this year. So if you get it here and can he play what is it five rounds six rounds yeah it'd be six rounds through november this, i mean well, yeah. december i mean but like you know, yeah, december. I, yeah, yeah. I, I did last year but yeah you're right a uh, texter said it's 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 a card yeah. even if you use it a couple times you're still you're still getting good value with how nice the courses are hey uh texter says never heard of dealers before makes me think these guys are propped up by other candidates to attack a rival and get the rival to beat up on some random no. and you stand there looking clean that's from moop I don't. I, I'm not that. Like, I don't Eric doubt Peters that that can just, happen. But, but I, that, this dude's a wild card. Like he's he's in there to just raise hell, raise Kane. Shout out to. By the way, Trilly Donovan's got a Hunter Dickinson update. Uh-oh. Reach out to people from each involved in the program. Was given the exact same message. No one has heard a word from him. Hmm. So not uh, any podcast drops of Marty Mush. Is there a race today Marty named Mush. after Charlie's Beer Depot? Um, is, I, is there a race today n- named n- after Charlie's Beer Depot? Charlie Beer Depot? Yeah. Ne- Texture could just be being silly. Never been to Charlie's Beer Depot, but I hear they've got beer. Hey, um, guys, I won't go into a long text, Depot. but I haven't seen much in Yagana. Seems very timid and fragile. I think Cal is pumping him up a bit. I'm not sure he is a true option for success. And lay off poor Mark with the C is my favorite. You guys enjoy your oh, day. Gosh, I agree. Lay off poor Mark with the C, nope. Roush. Take it easy on him. I'm going to shove him into a locker. Uh, somebody said we've gotten dead air as of it's six minutes now. ago. All good. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up a little bit early. Do we have an NBA prediction to make for tonight? Is it the... Um, yeah, who even did, plays? Didn't know NBA games were happening. It's Derby <laughs> Week. Uh, By the way, the Nuggets won the other game last night. It's Derby Week. This is uh, Poker Night. Y'all want to come play some cards? No. You're doing a Poker Night Derby Week? Don't yeah, you need to save poker. your energy? We got Heat Knicks tonight, Lakers, Warriors. I will uh, take both the home teams in that one. So oh. Knicks and the Warriors. Knicks got to win this one. We'll be back out here tomorrow. We'll be back out here on Thurby as well. And the weather, I think, is only going to be better, but it's beautiful out here right now. Make sure you stay locked in with Big X Sports Radio all day, whether it's Rutherford, like we mentioned, from 3 to 6, John Spears, noon to 1. Is he doing a show today? No, Bats Play. Bats Play. Oh, of course Working I did. Bats Play. Bats but especially E.J. Clark joining us, or not joining us, but taking over the reins once we leave here immediately. Coming up next, the Kentucky Winter Circle. This is Kentucky a roll call with T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Wednesday.